Retro Rebel is brought to you by TempleofGeek.com, your one-stop shop for all things geek. You can find all of our episodes and fulfill your sci-fi, fantasy, and geek culture-related needs at TempleofGeek.com. Welcome to the Retro Rebel Gamecast, where we discuss gaming and related topics. Retro Rebel is released Fridays, and you can find this episode and much more by heading to templeofgeek.com or wherever you download your favorite podcasts. You can also follow us on Facebook and Instagram at Retro Rebel Podcast. My name is Stacy, and with me, as always, is my fellow Rebel co-host, Amanda. Hello. Hello. So, we have much to talk about, and though... Uh, we are we are limited on time, but I but I think I uh, I I speak for both of us in that uh, a lot has happened since we spoke last, yeah. Since since we met and recorded, mm-hmm. um, and uh, I think both of us have been playing Baldur's Gate three. Yeah, <laughs> so a lot, and so I think we could cut to the chase. That's what we've been doing. Um, I did I did want to share one bit of of uh, news. If you didn't have any news, and then we can get right into it. Absolutely. Okay. Um, as most people, uh, if you're following the news right now, you may see uh, trickled news out about this uh, Xbox leak. Um, they're talking about maybe the next generation of Xbox, some dreams, emails that that um, Xbox is is hoping to do, you know, and accomplish in the next generation. They're sort of um, admitting defeat. This generation that they that they sort of lost out to the PlayStation, and even maybe were third to Nintendo uh, with the Switch. Um, and there are some good things. Where I think some of this gets sideways, and maybe they're like just you know their eyes are bigger than maybe their their goals, is uh, in one of the emails they're discussing acquiring Nintendo. Yeah. Uh, which I've heard. I've also, uh, from what I understood the last time that they did this, I don't think Nintendo has stopped laughing. Uh, in terms like the uh, of of the the upper management of of Nintendo of Japan, that they uh, they just that is not a viable option for Nintendo. Uh, I think they make too much money as a you know as a publisher as as a producer you know. Uh, as from from a tech standpoint, that to be, you know, a second party, I don't think that's going to happen. But anyway, that was that was the one thing that kind of stood out. I don't think there's anything that we know of um, that is for sure definite, but it is some interesting stuff. So if you want to know more about that, those leaks are easy to find. Uh, Kotaku, Polygon, all of them are posting that stuff. So um, yeah, but the Nintendo acquisition, I I think, is not going to happen. So <laughs> I liked they were talking about a next gen launch in 2028 and that Elder Scrolls five won't come out until 2026, but it'll be an Xbox exclusive for a yeah. while. And uh, that makes me feel good. <laughs> well, I think that I don't think that's a I don't think that's bad. I don't think exclusives are bad necessarily, but that's I'm also somebody who tries to put my pennies together and, and has all of the consoles at some point or another. That's just where I put my money. But I think what's interesting about what they're trying to do is they are also getting away from the disk drive and from and from hard uh, hard copy games. And the game passes where they're putting all their marbles. They want to 
they want to really lean into this and this cloud gaming. And so I'm very interested to see how that's going to play out. Um, it didn't work well with Stadia, and maybe it's just uh, they were too early for it. I don't know. But uh, I guess it remains to be seen. I don't think that's the way to go. I've not been uh, – I've not made it a secret that I don't agree with that uh, – with with all just cloud gaming streaming as as a whole, just because there's too much control in the hands of the of the uh, publishers and and the and the and the stockholders, I want to be able to play my games offline. You know, I want to be able to play my games when I want to, and long after they've shut the servers down. And that's that would be a thing of the past if we went to exclusively cloud gaming services. So, um, anyway, something to well, think about, and that's coming. Yeah. I do so. think from this week we've learned one thing, and that is that if they are going to go cloud, they probably need to trust Microsoft to do it better. The whole payday three, like I wasn't the only person that couldn't get into the game on day one. It's because from what I understand, they had like an account creation step in between logging in from the game pass making an account with the payday people's like their own website and then getting into the game but for whatever reason it was skipping that step and just not loading and i had that situation and then they apparently fixed it and i was able to get in on sunday but i had to make an account with yet another service that i don't care about and i don't want another account with and um it just surprised me that payday 3 arguably an equally large game-ish as Starfield had such a marred launch within a week of, right. of right. the other one. So um, maybe there's some learnings to be had there. But Well, I don't think so, unless they learn not to do that anymore. It <laughs> happened with Division 2. Like, I remember oh, that that yeah. debacle <laughs> where you had to, I mean, basically you were, it was, uh, you, had to, you had to set up a profile so that they could, email me about things that I could buy and immediately sent me to the store to buy all of the, the skins and guns and but whatever yeah, else. Sure. Yeah. It was <laughs> ridiculous. So, so I don't, they've learned anything. It's that maybe it'll work this time. I think that's what they're, <laughs> that's their thought process. So, all right. That brings us uh, to our main topic today, which is uh, Baldur's Gate, all thing, all things Baldur's Gate three. Um, I would like to spoil some of this stuff. Not everything. I don't want to spoil the ending per se, but I know that there are many endings. Uh, and so maybe we'll revisit this at a later date so that we can discuss our respective endings. Yeah. Um, spoilers but, in general. If you don't want to know anything about this game, there right. will be spoilers. So. There will be spoilers. Uh, I, I And we can probably give a, a warning, but I would like to just say general impressions, your overall thoughts on the game uh, before we get into any spoilery territory. So. Uh, yeah, it's good. In fact, it's so good that some of it is a bit lost on me. I am a bit impatient for um, a lot of voice acting and, you know, artistic value. And if it's a character that I don't particularly care much about, I am skipping just as fast as I can read the text at the bottom and continue. Um, 
which is a shame because I know they put so much time and effort. Like, you know, there's one guy that did 33, like different voices. He's not like the only one, like the voice acting capability and cast is incredible. And all the characters in your party all feel different. And there's someone or something for everyone to love and hate within the party that you drag around. Um, so I think it's great. It's a huge game. I'm on my, I'm like, uh, I want to say maybe six hours into my second character. I've beaten it once on one tab and I've started another tab. Um, and um, I'm playing the game completely differently this time from the time that I did last. And with very few exceptions have experienced totally different content in general. Um, I do enjoy being able to skip some things that I know that weren't so interesting for me and bypass those storylines entirely. Um, but I'm also running into like new and exciting content. It's, it's one of the best games that I have played full stop and the only game in recent memory where I am willingly doing a second playthrough. Right. Okay. I think that's high praise. I couldn't, I couldn't agree more. Um, and I, I echo, much of what you just said it's to me it is one of the best games i've ever played um i've told everybody that i know about this particular game and, and why i know it's one of the best games i've ever played is because i have made time to play it every chance i get i mean you know is you know that i don't have a lot of time and then my time is kind of divided between family and job and everything else that we've got going on but i've gotten up early in mornings i've stayed up late at night i have <laughs> tried to fit it in wherever i can um it is a sprawling epic uh game that um i think that i would challenge anybody to be able to get to of the exact, I don't think it's possible to play two similar playthroughs. I think it's, it is that diverse in terms of like your choices that even if it's, even if it's minute, that there are, uh, there's just no way to play this game the exact same. You will experience new things, especially if you don't like reload and you allow the game to kind of play, play out and, and to actually fail some roles um, or to choose because there are other paths. So, and along those paths, there are new side quests. And uh, so I, I agree. I agree completely. Um, it is it's one of the best role-playing games, if not the best role-playing game I've ever played. Uh, and thoroughly enjoyable. Highly recommend if that is the type of game that you're interested in. I, I don't disagree on the, on the um, voice acting in terms of like there are some storylines that I've skipped through. Um, but I found myself like catch, I've caught myself doing that and, and kind of forced myself to listen when I, you know, even though I know I needed to get through something to get to the next thing, cause I'm limited on my time. Uh, I would, I would listen to the voice acting and it has been incredible. I have not listened to one person that phoned it in. I mean, every, even if it is just a line, because there are so many cutscenes, even if it's just to talk to an NPC that, you know, probably doesn't have anything to say. It will stop the game. It will load a cutscene. It will let them say their piece, and then uh, you go on about your way. And so, just a tremendous amount of work has been put into and love into this game. Um, that uh, I, I can't say enough good things. It may have fixed me for the rest of the year in terms of gaming. Uh, I think I've got, may have gotten my fill because <laughs> I'm not finished yet, and I am 226 hours into this game. Oh my gosh. Uh, yeah. I think I think I finished it in about 
70 or something like that. Um, but I was not a completionist in any, I just did whatever came organically to me through the playthrough, whatever I sort of ran into and stumbled across. Um, so yeah, no, I've, I've done it a bit quicker. <laughs> well, and, and that's that I did start two characters, and so we'll get into this. But so, like, just before we get into spoilers, highly recommend. Please go out and get it, pick it up. Uh, you and I had different experiences because mine was PC and yours was uh, PlayStation. Yeah. Or did you have PC as well? No, mine's PlayStation. Okay. So we had different experiences. We can talk about that. But both of us recommend it. So uh, if you don't want any other spoilers, go ahead and play it. And please come back and listen to the rest if you'd like. But uh, we will now proceed into spoiler territory. So, all right. All right. Well, now that we've gotten through the, uh, uh, you know, through the initial stages of this, I, um, like I said, I could not speak more highly of this game. I think that I came into this different than you because you have some D&D experience, right? Um, yeah. I'm just a fan. I'm not somebody who plays, that, you know, that I have just haven't had the time to sit down and do a four or five hour campaign. I say that. I have played four or five hours of this game in a day. You know, <laughs> yeah, just, you I'm, like 300 hours of this game. <laughs> right. But I mean, it's four hours here. Or it's like an hour here, two hours here, you know, and so I've put yeah. it together. It's not, cons- you know, con- uh consecutively. But um, I think because I didn't play D&D as much, um, I learned a lot of, I learned a lot and appreciated the game so much more because, and even RPGs. And I said this uh, since the beginning when, before you had had a chance to play it, that there is so much freedom in what you can do and how you can kind of attack a particular battle or a sequence of events or how you want to go about getting to the answer uh, is about as unique and creative as you are. You know, whatever you can think of, generally speaking, if it's within the rules, you can do it. Mm. I've never played a game like this where you could do that. What do you think about that? I do. It's such a shame because I come at from a different perspective. Obviously, I'm not just a D&D player, but I'm a dungeon master as well. So for me, I already know the best spells and how spells work together and how to create, you know, choke points and things like that. So I am using my inside knowledge of Dungeons and Dragons to avoid faffing about with anything whatsoever. My combats are generally very quick because I will, you know, use the the my two druids to put down fog cloud and spike growth and then funnel them all through a corridor of death while everybody just pings them from range and then it's over. Like generally speaking, if you watch, I've been live streaming most of my gameplay on both characters. Um, that sort of, you'll just see me rinse and repeat that over and over misty step, knocking people off things like, you know, I just sort of hurting people into an area of doom. Um, But that's just because I already knew how to play D&D and how all these, most of them, how most of these spells worked sort of from the beginning. And I knew 
the benefits of every player class and all the race combinations and everything. So, you know, I got rid of Liz Hazel out of my party pretty much right away because I didn't want anybody up close to the front. I only take Shadowheart if I really have to take her. Do you know, like, I just, my party's full of druids and I keep a Starian for the banter. Do you know, like, that's... (laughs) That's pretty much how. In fact, I probably should respec him if I'm totally honest, because yeah. even rogue isn't isn't the best for how I play. Um, no, no. If you don't go, if you're not in the fray, then no. Yeah, no. He's not the best for that. I mean, which is so fascinating because I played completely different, obviously, because I don't know what I'm doing. So I I went in and uh, my first playthrough, I was a ranger, mm. and I was a drow ranger, and I I really enjoyed the um, the RP if. Uh, portion of that because there are so many very unique specific dialogue options for drow because you're not in the underdark for much of the game and so they're not used to seeing you and when they do see you they're like are you which one are you are i'm you a drow that? now yeah it's very yeah. different and, and so you get to see that and and uh you know i was a i think a saloon drow Same, yeah so I was not like I didn't drink the Kool Aid. I wasn't the one that worshipped the Spider uh, Queen, and so I'm trying to unify everybody or the rest of my people uh, against that person. And so I took that approach, and I was a paladin. So uh, in my main character, the, when I figured out that my ranger was not going to be my easiest playthrough, uh, and and I was like, Ooh, this, I needed somebody who could hit things with a big stick. Uh, and and the because again that was a simpler playthrough for me. I didn't have to pick my animal companion. I didn't have to have a very specific uh, party to keep things off of me. Because if I ever got if they ever got up close to me, then my ranger was kind of useless. So the way that I had built him, uh, uh, and then I didn't really realize how if I wanted to respec him, what would be the best way. So I did a lot of trial and error. Hence the two hundred twenty six hours of playing that. Uh, that where I've had to reload battles because I accidentally pulled a battle that I was abs- way over my head, um, you know, but we, we can get to that. So, uh, so let's just talk first act. So what were some of the big key, uh, I guess, uh, experiences like of, of those, your main party was, who did you use as your main party? Uh, for my first playthrough, I had, uh, just the core three, Astarian, Shadowheart, and, and Lazel. I didn't ever find Gale, Karthak, Will. I never found them. Really? So, and in my first playthrough, I also never found Halson. He finds you later. So uh, I only had those ones the whole time. That's so, so- that, yeah. that was the entire act one for me it was just those. I was like, oh, is this it? I've seen other characters. When do they come into play? Had never found them. Pieced off to act through two, never found them again. That's I crazy. I getting other people, but like not intentionally. Like I, I missed out on all. Now this playthrough, I'm like, wait, I know other people exist. Where do I find them? How do I find them? And so now I've got everybody that I can have for the most part. I have been unsuccessful at Albears the entire time. And I give, I give up. The Albears hate me. The, I even made a druid and I thought I'm going to get an Albear. Nah, hates me. I had scratch last time. No Albear. So, uh, and this time I, I don't have either and I don't care. Like, yeah. I, um, this time on my playthrough, I 
on my first playthrough, I just meandered. I found things organically. I did things organically. I completely effed up and got the entire grove murdered right away. <laughs> no grove. Zero grove. Then had no one to trade with the whole time. No that grove. makes it hard. I mean, you're like, you lose out on so much when you have nobody to trade with. And in the first act, I did have to keep going back to the grove to trade. It was the only place I could go. You know? <laughs> uh, second time, I was like, I'm not falling for this, right? They were like, oh, blah, blah, blah. Talk to this guy. Tell him that he sucks. I was like, nah. I went straight to the bandit cat, murdered those three fools. Back to them. I'm the hero you all asked for. I'm the <laughs> hero. I, mur I murdered them at level two. I'm in act two at level four right now just became level five right and i am absolutely obliterating them because i have the knowledge right right so the knowledge of how D, D works is very important for spell management health management all that sort of you have to understand how it works and if you don't then you're going to end up in an unwinnable situation you have to backtrack like an hour or something like that in order to but right now i'm That's in the me. crash and just absolutely beating the pants off of all these people at level five because you know i've got the right mix of spells i'm about to have double fireball on a spike trap with a blind that is gonna be get out of here that's gonna be stupid <laughs> <laughs> See, and I I didn't know all of that stuff. So the spike trap's good. I do I did have that spell, but I didn't get that until I got Jahira. So I didn't play with her. I left her in the camp. I took her out once because uh of Act Three, but I she's not in my party. See, she's in mine. I don't yeah. like her attitude. I don't know. There's something about her. <laughs> I think she fits well because um all my characters kind of have that same mentality. So if you've got uh, Lazelle and Shadowheart, they kind of oppose one another in the camp and in your party, but they have the same mentality about things. They got a darkness about them. They want every, you know, they're cool if you kill everybody. That's that they're okay with that. Um, my character was a paladin and I accidentally broke my oath at one point, but, uh, yeah. And so I was an oath breaker for a little while and then I took, retook up my oath eventually. But I found everybody, uh, in my playthrough and my first playthrough, um, which I've not completed yet, but I found everybody except I could not get Halson to join me because, uh, I guess I fucked up somewhere in the Moonrise Tower. Oh, wow. Um, but as I, I'm going to tell you, Act 2 so far has been my favorite part, I think. Oh, because, see, Act 2 is a no for me, dog. See, I guess it's because I I got in the weeds on the side quests and stuff. Okay. And so, like, when I, when I was uh, – I tried to do everything. If there was a quest, even if it was a side quest, I kind of tried to go do it. And because I knew that, unlike you, I – I don't know what I'm doing with the spells. So I do have double fireball, but I took Gale. So I have Gale, uh, Karlak. Um, now I have Jahira because I'll tell you about what I did with Shadowheart and, <laughs> and my main character, which is a drow um, paladin. So I had a paladin, a wizard, um, a druid, and a barbarian. And um, I had Shadowheart for much of the time in Act 2. Well, eventually you go through... At the uh, the temple hurt the temple of Shar, and I got down to the bottom of it, and somehow in one of our dialogue choices, I accidentally had her. She turned on me, and because it went against the paladin, 
and that my character went against my paladin's character. And right. so what I said as a character pissed her off. So she turns against me. And the funny thing was, is Carlac was standing right next to her and you're on this platform. And I just pushed her off of it and eventually <laughs> yeah, she's dead. She's gone. I was like, oh, I laughed because it's the second time I did that. The first time I did it and thank God I was able to do it was with Minthara mm. in the goblin camp. Oh, Okay. So in the goblin camp, yeah. I accidentally pulled me, you know, I pulled her and yeah. I didn't even see her in the top of the screen. All oh, I saw okay. were these low goblins. And I was like, oh, I'm going to, you know, I'm going to get these guys. Well, then Minthara comes and starts wrecking shop with her hammer. And so I jumped over, I jumped over the fire or whatever. And she was right next to a thing. And I did my two swings and then I pushed her and she happened to go into the abyss nice. and I didn't have to kill her. I was like, Oh, that was the first time I'd ever done anything like that. I was like, yeah, that's all it takes sometimes. It's just, and so, yeah, and they're gone. So I complete, I have completely played it differently than you. You know, I had the whole grove. Um, I saved all the tieflings and the children. Um, the, uh, I wiped out the goblin camp, although it took me a, a while to do that because, again, I don't know what I'm doing. And I had to split up, divide, and conquer You're to get so, I, I went in there. I went to – well, on the second playthrough, I went in there, went to each of the bosses' location, assassinated them, teleported out. <laughs> Bye. See, did you ever go back in the front where all the no, other goblins are? Okay. I ain't doing that. Get out of here. I don't care. I did, about it. I did it like a dummy. And I, <laughs> and I went back no. in and, and I pulled him. I was like, well, I think I have to because this was the problem. I didn't know how to get to act two. I was like, every time I, I keep, I keep kept hearing that I could go get there through, um, through the goblin camp and through yeah. the, the castle. That's well, I, did I didn't play through. I, I did the whole underdark as a non drow on the first playthrough. And I love the circle of spores, the mushroom dance, <laughs> mushroom dance. They're my favorite guys. We were hanging out, man. Yeah. We now I did. I did hang out with them. And, uh, did you kill the hag? Uh, yeah, I killed the hag. I second playthrough. I skipped her cause she's an absolute ball ache. Yes. Yeah. Well, sec the, um, the first, the first time I I saw her, you know, she's got that person, that woman that's in the cage. Did you save her? Uh, no, that lady died. Oh yeah, she died in mine too. But she, I killed her on accident though. So oh. again, not Whoops. assuming that's the. And I think I could have done this, like if I had tried earlier. But you yeah. know how she starts a fire and basically it's burning the rope, like the rope is burning, yeah. and so you have to. I didn't know how I was going to save her anyway. So I was attacking the hag and eventually I used Gale to use an, a cold or an ice spell on it. I was thinking that would put it out because it does. Yeah. But it also damaged the rope and then it cut the rope and then she <laughs> fell into the abyss and so nice. she was gone. I think you just have to throw water at it or something. Um, See, but I never figured out what the water was for. Like I was like, I, I, I always get it. one of the most powerful augments because um, – if you throw water on people, they take more electricity and cold damage. Again, so, things it's things like, that I, I, didn't I didn't know. Listen, I didn't know that either. But also, I, I'm just like, I just be smashing people with spells because I know I'm just going to have a short rest immediately after this fight is over before I take a step, you know? That's the only right. downside of Baldur's Gate. They don't really have like multi-scene fights right so there usually is an intermission before you aggro the next group so you can right. short rest when you're actually playing 
D&D in real life, you cannot do that. Now, I know they have areas that are red and you can't rest in the red areas, but it's very easy to just turn around, go the other way, walk outside of the red area, right. rest, come back in. You wouldn't be able to do that in actual D&D. Like the dungeon master would stop you from doing that. So that that is a gentle criticism. What's your favorite TPK, your full party kill where everybody's died and you were not expecting it? Oh man. Um the uh probably or in the red. Um because it was such an interesting fight that I didn't understand the mechanic at first or even how to attack it. Like I did not know what I was doing. Um either that or Ketheric Thorm. Uh, oh, okay, those two. yeah, his was pretty challenging. His, well, yeah. Have you ever had an instance where you had a dialogue interaction or failed to do something and it wiped your whole party right no. away without combat? Oh, no. <laughs> well, allow me to tell you of my favorite. <laughs> uh, so my partner is playing as well. Well, I have two favorites. So my partner found out that if you don't feed Gale his magical items, he explodes it wipe. and PKs the whole party. Yes, it does. <laughs> which I love. I discovered that if you tell the Githlanki queen that if she's really a god, she could kill whoever she wanted on her own. And she goes, what? And if you say it again, she just kills you all. Nice. I'm proud of that personally because she's yeah. a massive biatch. <laughs> yes. Well, and so was Lizelle and, and all of them were. And so that's why I was like, ah, she don't really fit with my party. So when <laughs> she eventually gets killed because in, in the fight with Orn the Red – uh, Lazel was the one that she stole. She was the oh, one that she kidnapped. I got, I got her. I saved her from that. She did well, die. I could have, but not knowing how these spells work, I put down the spikes, and oh, she's laying no. on the deal, and so she's laying on the spikes. Oh no! So she ends up dying, and I never touched oh, no. her. You know, she just was there, and and so I, and and Orn the red, and I'll tell you the the trick that has helped me because I do just go face first into things and and smash them was uh, a you drink a spell po or a speed potion, yeah, and well. then I'm. Oh, then so drink a speed potion and then I'm just like four hits and then I've got a barbarian with four hits. And so and then sometimes if I have to, I'll let Gail drink one and then he shoots four fireballs at him and then it's over with, you know, so that yeah. that kills everything. Not a problem. Now, uh, what about in act two with uh, the Thorms? So when you I don't even know if you did this particular uh, quest, but with Balthasar and the uh, the big, the one that looks like Bane, only a fat Bane, that has the tubes going to his head, and he's the bartender. Oh yeah, the drinking game. Yes, did you did you complete that where he kills himself effectively? Yep, I sure did. Okay, because I'm hard. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> well, I did too, and I was, and you know, you just let him keep drinking, and and I had a, I had high enough charisma that yeah. I could keep talking and and letting him drink, and I didn't drink. You know, yeah. um, I think I also disintegrated the toll keeper lady as well. I like, I think I made her explode also. I don't remember how, but uh, like I discovered that somebody was selling disintegrate po uh, scrolls very early on. And so I spent all my money on them because they're the best spell in the game and just, just disintegrate, disintegrate, disintegrate. <laughs> see you later. Like, <laughs> just disintegrate everybody. <laughs> well, see, I have the spell now, but I learned it. So I taught Gail the spell from a, a scroll 
Oh, that lucky little bugger. I know. So, uh, and it, and I haven't gotten to use the spell. I keep forgetting I have it, but I did prepare oh, it. And, yeah. I have, I have found, uh, this game to be incredibly rewarding and and that's why i think going through and, and trying to find some of these side quests i've accidentally finished quests like the one with the fireworks in act three i accidentally finished it well there's one where you know you have to inspect all the toys and the toys have i, I saw you, that it happened but i was like oh can't be bothered with it that and the clown parts i was like fuck off like this is exhausting i got I'm full of clown parts like, i had all the clown it? parts i think i found them all i don't know I didn't. um I yeah i think i found them all and uh, but i haven't gone back to talk to her yet because it's in the other section so yeah. uh but with the the fireworks one i accidentally i picked a lock it it aggroed all the fists so i killed the fists then that aggroed all the people from inside the fireworks thing and that aggroed oh, no. another and then when i tried to loot a body that aggroed another fist and so it was like uh i just had to oh. i had to wipe out all of the police in that area plus oh, the no. bad guys i hate unintentional aggroing that will make me reload because i don't i find that just too it's too much combat and not enough dialogue right. and thinking and stuff well and i don't even know where i pulled them from because like i didn't see them and so it was i all think of they sudden, just come i think they get called and stuff right yeah that has happened many times when i've knocked used the spell knock and i open a, a door or a you know when because gail i use that spell all the time that way i don't have to pick locks and uh he'll just open a chest well if you open a chest in the wrong area and somebody hears it or you use the spell and it's in a particularly magic area, well, then whoever knows magic will be right upstairs to open the door. <laughs> I have one last question for you because I'm just curious and then we can wrap it up for now. Um, did you go into Avernus to get the hammer? No. I just found Carlac just now. In this okay. So I'm not uh, – Well, it's it's rough. It's a Raphael quest. So it's the quest with that devil. Oh. It's so funny. So the devil wanted me to see him at the prostitute's place. I went to saw him. I told him to kick rocks and I never talked to him again. <laughs> well, never there's, had to fight him, never had to interact with him. I told him to get lost. <laughs> well, you don't have to find him there, but there is a later in the game, uh, there is a there is a because you meet you meet this girl wizard. Mm. She's in the same place. She's in the brothel. And uh, she's at the, she's on the bottom floor, and you will you eventually meet um, the picklock. It's like Hell's picklock, and uh, she gives you you get this bag. You're able to go into Hell basically, and you go into Raphael's house, and you can steal the hammer. Yeah. And the hammer is what frees Orpheus, or you can just use it for whatever you want. Well, I haven't gotten it yet, uh, but I was in there and. Um, uh, it was just an interesting. It was. It's just. It was an interesting thing, and I wanted to see if you had done it. Kind of was what Orpheus you just. The guy in Shar's temple. He, the one that is being held against his will. Yeah, that, I killed him. Yeah, he he got he got a piece of this. <laughs> did he? So you yeah, did. So you you. That's the guy that the mind flayer is holding hostage. Oh right? no, not him. Oh no, not the mind flayer guy. I didn't yeah. I, I didn't uh, I didn't do anything with that. I didn't release him because I didn't trust the Githyanki queen on the first playthrough. And so right. I just ignored everything that she had to say, refused to do what Liz Hazel wanted to do, powered through because I was a charisma based character, told her she had to stay because I was stronger than her, and then <laughs> and then made She'll it. listen. Yeah. All right. Well that's good. Uh, I, I hadn't. Well, I hadn't finished, and so maybe uh, we can meet. 
we'll we'll get back together at the end uh, when After I finish. We finish our second playthroughs. Yeah, your, and and, and kind of compare notes <laughs> for that for the last one. So. Well, that wraps up this episode of Retro Rebel. I want to thank Amanda for this week's discussion. All the notes from this week's episode will be posted on our site, templeofgeek.com. If you'd like to add to the discussion or reach out with questions, sound off in the comments or message us on Facebook or Instagram at Retro Rebel Podcast. And please head over to wherever you get your podcasts and rate us because that really helps our show. So, till the next time. See you later.